Hi, I'm Shannon. And this is Workplace Side Hugs Edition. So normally on Workplace Hugs, we talk about a book or an article and really break it down with the goal of expanding our workplace toolkit. Side Hugs is really the place for us to share advice we wish we had in certain situations, our first whatevers. And so this week we want to talk about advice we wish we had when we're looking for a new job. And Shannon, I know this is something you're uh, very enthusiastic about. (laughs) I think the the theme of this episode is really going to be about networking, and I think we'll break it down in different ways. Um, But how do you feel about job boards and and just uh, applying just for jobs through the internet? I am adamantly opposed to that. Do not waste your time on job boards. I don't think that there's a single thing that I get more fired up about than this topic. I have yet to get a single job because I applied through a job board. Every job I have ever had has been a result of my network. So how do you know that the job that you then get exists? Because I think the thing I would struggle with and the thing I do struggle with is knowing that there's a need in an organization for that role. But sometimes that's the beauty of networking is that the job is created, like the job may not exist. And because you take the time to, so in short, the answer is networking. That's how you figure out what jobs are out there without ever having to look at a job board. Um, and the beauty of that is that sometimes jobs are then created as a result of the unique skills that you have to bring to the table. But people have to like you for this to work, right? Agree. Absolutely. People have to like you. And people also have to like want to defend you and fight for you. So yes, I'm, I'm a person who has no experience. How do you at that point use your network to help you get something? I leveraged uh, the network from my professors when I was at college. And also, um, that's a good question. I leveraged, they had like a mentoring program at my college that helped me build my first network, if you will. And I was crazy weird in college. Literally, Rami, I went to 3M once a week and kept asking people, who's somebody else I should talk to? Who's somebody else I should talk to? Doing 30-minute informational interviews until I was blue in the face my entire senior year of college. How do you... The the thing to me, though, is like that first introduction, right? It's like once you can get that first kick and the first toe through the door, then it's easy to keep that ball rolling. I think that first one is the one that I always struggle with. That's the hardest. Leverage your professors if you're brand new straight out of college. Um, Or I recently had a buddy in my network as a VP at Amazon, and he wanted to help a friend's kid out, you know, and he's like, Shannon, will you network network with her? I think she might be a good fit for Target. So even your parents, for crying out loud, or friends of your parents, how do you Uh just get it started and then be very conscientious about always asking as your last question in an informational interview, who else do you think I should talk to based on what I shared I'm interested in today? And I think that's the beautiful piece of what you're saying is like, how do you continue it and keep it going? Like, how do you use that to get to the next one? Yes. And eventually you will get to the place where you are talking to a hiring manager for a position that you want. And it's like the pre-interview for a role. Yes. And I think you're, you're right on the nose there. I will give you my example of when I graduated from college, trying to figure out what I wanted to do, I threw different things figured out like, oh, Target would be a good place for me. And so I literally just started asking everybody I knew, like, who knows a recruiter at Target? Who knows this person at Target? Who knows who? And it was through, I worked at a clinic at the time. It was one of the um, 
therapist at the clinic's brothers, who was a recruiter, mm-hmm. she gave him my resume. He made sure that they looked at it. And yes. He was like, I promise you they will give you a call because I told them they had to. Yes. And from there, he was like, I will help you prep, but then it's on you, right? And it's it's leveraging anyone and everyone to get that first toe in the door. And then once you get there, it's on you to prove it. But I think that's the biggest piece is like, how do you leverage all of that to get that first inch? Yeah. And eventually you will apply for the job. You know, like if we're talking about a company like Target, like, yes, eventually you're going to fill out an online application. But the point here is you're not filling it out cold. Somebody has brought your name to the top of the list, so to speak. So you are guaranteed a phone screen, you know, so you're guaranteed at least a conversation. But to your point, you need to prove yourself, right? Like that's as far as they can get you. Um, and then you've got to do the rest of it. For sure. Because I even had a very technical position that because the degree that I got is very technical, mm-hmm. that I knew someone in that field and they were like, hey, I can help you get an interview. And it was the worst interview of my life. And I felt so embarrassed that I actually like told the person like I should not have interviewed for that. Like, thank you for getting me that interview. But mm-hmm. like, I absolutely don't want to do this. And I looked like a schmuck. And now you look terrible. Like, Aww. I felt so awful. I mean, I'm guessing you didn't look like a total schmuck. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) I think there's something when you're apathetic about a subject, you just don't answer the questions properly. Yeah. Apathy is not a good thing when we're looking for jobs. Right? (laughs) No, not at all. So that's where I think the, the build on this is like, make sure that it's, make sure you're really vetting out what it is that you want. And I think, Shannon, you might have a piece of advice on that. Yeah. Um, sometimes when my mentees will come to me and they're just like, well, I hate my job. Help me decide what I need to do next. There is no replacement for self-reflection. I think sometimes we live in a culture or society where we all want to be told what to do. Like, can you just tell me what the answer is here? You need to take the time and make a simple two-column list. <laughs> what are you excited to give to an organization? In other words, what strengths do you have that you want to share? And what do you really want to learn from your next role? People love to help people when they're clear on what they want. Mm -hmm. It is really easy for me to help um, mentees, to help former coworkers, colleagues, get themselves to the next role when they can articulate to me what they're looking for. But if they come to me with like this blank sheet of paper of like, I don't know, I don't know what I'm good at. I don't know what I want to do next. I can't help you besides kicking you in the butt and saying you need to go spend some time in coaching or doing some self-reflection exercises to get clear on those two things. What do you want to give and what do you want to learn? And I think it's important to understand mindset when you're thinking about looking for a new position, because so much of it is, it's that Abraham Lincoln quote, right? Like people are only as happy as they make themselves to be. Mm. It's, yes, I might be frustrated by something within my role, but are there still things that I can get out of this role in my time here? And how do I like leverage that for either a skill set like expansion or to, to do work in a different area that I've never worked in that I'm just intrigued by to kind of vet that out? Mm -hmm. Or how do you leverage that time to kind of find more workplace balance and maybe invest in things outside of the job? Because you can get both of those things out of jobs where you're not happy um, before you need to start figuring out like what that next thing is, right? And if it's you don't want to do either of those things and you're feeling really energized about that next thing, we'll figure out what that is, right? Think about it. 
figure out what you want that next thing to be and then start to push against it, right? Like my, cause my piece of advice is once you know what you want to do, talk to your closest allies and let them know like, Hey, this is what I'm thinking. Here's what I see as my next step. And they'll call you out on it and say like, you're crazy. Like you've been a manager for 10 minutes, you want to be a director somewhere. Like that's not going to happen. Like you're delusional and it like, it will not happen. Like no matter how much effort you put into this, like that's not your next step. Mm. And so it's, I think, gut checking once you decide what you think your next step is, that it truly can be your next step. Yeah. I wish I could disagree with you on this, Rami, but the reality is I don't. And I think you need those people in your network who are going to give you the swift kicks in the rear um, when you have unrealistic expectations or when you're just wandering around like a lost child. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And I think too, to hit back on, like my next piece of advice is really just that as long as you keep networking, when you're really, really looking for a job, and you're really confident and know what you want to do, and and like you validated that it's the right thing, I think, keep pulling on those strings and see where you end up, right? My, not my current role, but my role before that, I started out using one of my mentors to get an introduction at a company that I was just intrigued by mm-hmm. and talked to them for months about making a role for me. And within one week of an introduction from someone at that company to a new one, I was starting a job. What an awesome story. But it, it goes back to like, you sometimes can't force things to happen. But yeah. You also just like have to take advantage of those opportunities that you do get to connect with people and really prove yourself because I think if you're not proving yourself with those people like you're just burning that whole piece of your network off uh-huh 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 because they don't want to connect you with people because it looks bad on them right the yes. same way that I got that interview and I bombed it like that person now looks bad because of me and you're leveraging their like collateral they're essentially like giving you a loan <laughs> Mm-hmm. with their reputation, if you will, and introducing you to other people. Um, and so make good on it, you know, like pay pay the interest, if you will, on the loan that they're giving you. Don't default. Don't default on the networking loans when people extend. And that goes to like when maybe this is this is probably a whole different side hugs episode we could have on networking tips and tricks. So I'll probably I'll let's let's that. hold. <laughs> so I think for us, when you're looking for a new job, it's Really, um, as much as we want to, I would say shy away from the boards. Really, to Shannon's point, take that step back, understand what it is that you want to get out of it, what you want to put into it, Mm -hmm. and then start to have those conversations with your um, closest allies. And then really start to build the network and pull on the network strings from there, right? And end every single conversation with, cool, thank you so much for the time. Who do you think would be the next person for me to talk about this specific thing with or this type of role with in this organization or in another organization, right? It's everybody knows people. And so it's like, how do you prove yourself in that conversation to get them to keep wanting to open doors for you? Yes. With that, we'd love for you to keep sharing your advice on looking for a new job. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram at Workplace Hugs. Yes, we'd love to chat. I've been Rami. And I've been Shannon. And this, and this has been, is what, or are you both going to say it at the same time? Yeah, I think let's maybe say we it. do say it. All right, ready? This is. Has been, <laughs> Work wow. my side hooks. <laughs> <laughs>